cold open. I'm just cold open. <laughs> I'm trying to be positive because it's a it's not a podcast you you log on to. You know how you log into podcasts. Uh, it's not a podcast that you tune into to hear people having a tough time. But God damn it, like. <laughs> So we are currently recording this at 8.30 at night, because that's just when we recorded. Uh, we got about halfway through recording, and then uh, computer things happened, and we lost the recording. Yeah. And so, we're going to try again. It was so good. We were having really good conversations, and like that's just for us now. If our supporters each pledge five dollars to our patreon we will do our best to recreate that conversation from memory word for word yeah <laughs> oh this is gonna be weird i'm gonna be like well like i said before but i'm gonna try not to do that so i'm gonna like well uh, you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna start backwards start with the last degree and move forwards. that way it's it's like we're starting fresh I mean, that works for me. Because I would much rather talk about these two wonderful ladies <laughs> than try to dive into what we were just talking about before because it's so frustrating. I I am so <laughs> frustrated right now. Uh, so, welcome to Six Degrees oh, yeah. of Celebration. <laughs> I'm Alan. I'm Matt. Matt, how you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, <laughs> just like fly right. right through. Oh, good. Fuck off. We're going. Let's get to it. I got shit to fucking do. There are two wonderful ladies who are doing a podcast. In some ways, they are like the alternate reality you and I. But their names are Hannah and Marley, and their podcast is called the High Q Summit. It is an entertaining reflection over my favorite volleyball anime. Oh God. And it has become my favorite podcast to listen to on Monday nights. We've talked about how I'm very situational. Like I listen to podcasts on the way to work. I listen to music on the way back. And this is a podcast that really hits me when I'm in the mood Monday night because Monday night is when I cut my hair. Oh, and you're like, Buzz it? Yeah, when I buzz it. As I'm like buzzing my hair on the bathroom floor and I listen to Hannah and Marley talk about why they like Haikyuu and, and what they thought about the most recent episode. I like the name a lot. What is the, the, the Haikyuu Summit? The Haikyuu Summit. Yeah, it's really good. Um, which just reminds me there is another great podcast with Adam Scott from Parks and Rec. He plays Ben Wyatt. Oh, okay. It has since changed names. It is now called You Talkin' Talkin' Heads to My Talkin' Head, which is all about <laughs> the band Talking Heads. What the heck? The other one was like, yeah, are you talking R.E.M. Remy? Uh, <laughs> which is just all about the band R.E.M. <laughs> it's, just a good, it's just a good title. Yeah, so it's it's your Monday night. It's your nightcap. Oh, yeah. And if you're not familiar with Haikyuu, you can tune back into our old episode titled It's Like I Ate a Pixie Stick. <laughs> that was one of our earlier ones where we talked about K-pop and some other stuff. But we also talked about Haikyuu. And I realized after we finished that I was like, I love this volleyball anime stuff. This is why I love volleyball. This is why I love volleyball anime. I, actually, Charlene, bring up the clip. It literally takes all those moments together, those those times where you're like, I'll get the next one. And instead of people at gym being like, whoa, calm down. You're taking this a little too seriously. Everybody on his team is like, he's got such determination. <laughs> so you see that? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
there's so much passion there. Right. And what I realized was I never told anybody the name of the show. <laughs> so, so the show's name is Haikyuu. H-A-I-K-U. Sorry, H-A-I. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> it's so late. Uh, H-A-I-K-Y-U-U. Use it in a sentence. I listened to the Haikyuu Summit, and it's good. This is such an aggressive, chaotic version of <laughs> And I've got what we were it. doing before. It's just like, yeah. It's just like, fucking. <laughs> it's like when you're trying to write an essay at like 1 a.m. and you're just like fucking plowing through. This is my point. Why? Because I fucking think so. Yeah. You can't prove me wrong. <laughs> What's my source? I made it up. Like, <laughs> God. God made me. I made the source. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah and Marley are just super sweethearts. And the reason I really connect with this podcast isn't because of anything super amazing. Like, they're good. I'm not saying they're not, like, really entertaining yeah. or fun to listen to. But they're not doing anything revolutionary. The reason I like it is because of their perspective on it. Okay. They're both, like anime noobs it's funny to hear them talk about the show and be like i don't know if that's just something that all animes do or this one does and i'm sitting there being like they do do that like <laughs> it's just it's fun to watch someone else experience something i really enjoy right but from like a completely clean slate oh yeah and there's a bunch of shows and podcasts that do something similar one friend has never seen star wars the other one has make the friend who hasn't watch all of star wars so they watch through it all and now they're going back and what they'll do is every episode of the podcast, they're talking about an episode of the show. Right. So if you want, you can hop on Crunchyroll, watch the show episode and then watch or listen to their podcast and then like go along that way. Which would be interesting. Is the show done or? That's a good question. The show isn't done. Uh, I think there's still one more season coming out. I've only watched up to a certain point because I watched it when it was on Netflix. I think Netflix only had something like two seasons, maybe, maybe three right, seasons. Right. And it was English dub. Look, I'm like, one of those losers that like I like the dub I'm sorry I know the sub is probably more genuine the sub probably has a more accurate translation and you you get the feelings of like the the Japanese voice actors but like I'm sorry but I like I don't want to read while I'm watching I'd, I'd rather just like listen and like oh my god Hinata's voice is like he's so sweet and like it's so nice and like gets me pumped up when he's like he's trying really hard and he's just like so plucky and loves the sport it's just so good that's great i just wanted to shout them out hannah and marley you guys are doing great keep up the good work their instagram's like so active so if you get into the show you can hop over there for all their fun memes and stuff i love a show with memes their instagram is literally the haikyuu summit and again haikyuu is h-a-i-k-y-u-u and if you want to watch the show the show's really fucking good it's it's just like a whole bunch of boys like being friends and playing ball i'm trying to be excited about a thing but also just like hmm love those boys playing volleyball and <laughs> but also like i think the only animes that i've like really been exposed to are the ones that you watch as a like seasoned anime person mm. and so it's like you watching jojo and i'm like what yeah, but even JoJo, I was like, what is happening? And I love it. <laughs> but I totally get what you mean, because I was trying to convince a coworker of mine to watch an anime I'm getting into on the plane. 
while we were traveling and I was like, you should watch this. And he was like, okay. And then the next time he was like, what should I watch on Netflix? And I was like, you should watch this. He was like, uh, I just can't get into anime. <laughs> he was clearly trying to be polite at the first one. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, it's like, if someone suggests a show, you're like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, but yes. And it's like, I don't want, I don't want to. And that's like, I don't want that. Not don't, for me. I don't want to be a pie. Uh, <laughs> I'll be on a plane soon, too, actually. Oh, really? Where are you going? Austin, Texas. Oh, damn. I love Texas. Why are you going to Texas? <laughs> so a friend of mine and I are a fan of a musical artist. A friend of yours? Oh. Yes. Oh, it's so mysterious. Yeah. Like, I'm a friend of mine and a certain artist. Okay, so... so <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ooh, who is... She? Yeah. Um, so my, my friend Michael and I are, uh, I don't know, it, name, 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 I, I've never met him, so I'm just Sh- like, oh, you have a friend? Shout out Michael Butler. Um, <laughs> yeah, so my friend Michael and I are big fans of the country artist Orville Peck. Um, point of order, <laughs> what the, <laughs> since when are you a fan of country, period? He's like the one country artist I like. Okay. It's like a very consequential like because he plays almost like a character like a big kind of bold cowboy character he's also gay and <laughs> does gay country like are you trying, you're like ooh ride me daddy you like, <laughs> uh, i mean for what it's worth both of its albums are named after horses i don't know what that's worth but <laughs> i don't know make of that what you want but there's bronco and there's show pony he's a gay country artist and does a very very good job he is coming to boston oh um however it's part of boston calling oh which is right which is like isn't the same thing yeah and boston calling this year looks pretty weak honestly yeah this is my moment to kind of like say that on the podcast and people being like, damn, Alan, okay, he knows what he's <laughs> talking about. But literally only because I heard you and Jenny talking about it. And I was like, all right, I guess that's, I mean, they're bands. There are people I would see, but also it's just like they're everyone's spread out. Yeah, I, they've got to do that on purpose. They have to. Because like you put all the bands that are popular on different days so that everybody goes to every day. So now I'm just annoyed <laughs> that like I can't see... Orville or Haim or like the people I want to see. I have to go see a festival set, which is like an hour. For context clues, I'm sure you guys got it. But Boston Calling is a a multiple concert festival thing for multiple days. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not doing that. And so Orville's Boston date was at this festival. What if we like traveled to see him? Like what, like Brooklyn or like Philadelphia or something like somewhere kind of close. <laughs> and like, and, and somehow. And, well, basically, like it would be fun if we went to like a country place oh yeah like a cowboy place we decided austin texas because austin is weird and like fun and not terribly expensive to actually get to surprisingly yeah austin's weird for sure i've never been this is exciting to me (laughs) oh really okay so austin as far as my understanding is like weirdly like wicked progressive Mm-hmm. And then you've got like the rest of Texas, which right? Is right. That's my what you would assume Texas is like. Also, uh, going to Austin as a safe space. Uh, yeah, isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so going to Austin next week. So there may be another delay in the podcast. We'll see. Basically, my, what my degree specifically is is trip planning. Oh, okay. In in the sense of like, okay, so like our flight leaves head, check into the Airbnb, this, and like here's where everything is. 
I hate that stuff. Right. So the logistic, like the not fun stuff is like taken care of. It's like, all right, we bought the plane tickets. We got everything sorted. So like, what do you want to do? Like, oh, it's like, okay, that that, part. right. So like, like, all right, where's your Airbnb? Like what's in the immediate vicinity of this thing? Like talking to people and being like, all right, what do I have to do? What's the spot? You know, like that kind of stuff. How many days are you down there? Only three days, so not terribly long, unfortunately. Well, that's still like a good chunk of time, though. Yeah. So we're flying at like early Monday, um, and I think we fly back like Tuesday, like six. That's like a four-hour flight, though. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Down to Texas, like that's a chunk. Yeah, three-hour, three, four-hour flight. But yeah, so we're going down there, and we have a. Uh, he has a couple friends down there that are local who know, you know, what restaurants. Those like some local drag performers. Ooh, fun. Which, funnily enough. Uh, one of the drag queens he knows was in one of Orville's music videos. Oh, hot damn. And she will be there. Wow. And so it's just like, because we know him and he knows her, like, do we meet Orville? Like, um, <laughs> that would be freaking awesome. If you would like, you can look up the music video for Queen of the Rodeo featuring local Austin drag queen, Louisiana Purchase. <laughs> That's a beautiful name. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> basically like sat down on sunday and like all right what do we gotta hit what's the musts what's the maybes like what do we gotta do and it's just like i like that part yeah i love that part i was recently i'm gonna transition into another degree is that okay that's fine okay i'd hate i i sometimes feel bad doing that being like that that brings me into my thing well it's also like this is also gonna be a two-part thing because i'm sure like I'm going to talk about the planning, and then next time you record, I'm going to talk about the actual thing. True. So, I was recently down in Maryland for a company retreat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't a retreat. It was a training. I got trained in the corporate office uh, right. down in Maryland, Baltimore, Maryland. And I, I ran into this where, like, I, I hate, I hate the planning part of it. So, like, I don't fly. So, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, where am I going? What does checking a bag mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. sometimes people will tell me a story that's sad. And I'm like, why did you tell me that? That's so freaking sad. <laughs> so, I'm about to do that. Like, I showed up to the airport and I brought two bags. One to go under my chair and one to be my carry-on. Yeah. Like to go up in the top yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know a lot about the airport. I've only ever flown like twice. So like I walk into the airport and I'm like, cool, this is my flight thing. This is Southwest. So this is like where I'm supposed to be. And so I walk up to the lady and I'm like, hi, I have a flight today. And she's like, all right, will you be checking that bag? And I was like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, you have to check the bag so that there's no drugs or like whatever in it. Oh so I was my like, God. Oh, yeah. Why don't you tell me that? I know. <laughs> so I handed her my bag and she checked it and put a little tag on it and took it away from me. <laughs> and I was like, And you're like, And then she was like, Enjoy your flight. And I was like, What? <laughs> so you show to the airport, some like, like I. <laughs> So, okay, so in my head, hold on. Here's how it goes. It's like so you, sad. like you get to your gate, you call Jenny, and she's like, "Oh, hi, babe. How's like everything going?" And he's like, "Some lady stole my bag. I don't know where I am. Pick me up. I'm scared." Like, I remember the last time I flew, my toothpaste was too big, and so they threw it out. Oh, they're like, "This is too big. You can either throw it out or." check the bag and i was like 
I'm not checking a bag. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm not paying money. No. They threw it out. And then when I got to my gate, they were like, hi, so uh, to make sure everyone can fit, we're looking for some volunteers to check their bags for free. Um, everything will get there and all that. I'm like, mother... F- <laughs> my toothpaste! Like... <laughs> Now we're gonna buy toothpaste at the freaking hotel or where? Like, yeah, and I didn't understand that. Like, you're supposed to buy your food and stuff after you go through the gate. So, like, I like I got oh, to the yeah. thing, and so I bought a coffee and a bottle of water. And they're like, you gotta throw that out. Yeah, well, I got to the thing, and they're like, you have to throw out the coffee, and I was like, okay. And then they're like, you have to throw out or drink that water, and I was like, but it's sealed. And they're like, doesn't matter. So, yeah. So I just like chugged my water right there, just, like oh, six in the morning, being like, I don't. Some lady took my bag. <laughs> <and> I, <laughs> it was so depressing. I remember. I think I heard this debate like, if you freeze a water bottle. Mm-hmm. Is it still liquid? Like, is will they like ask you to throw it out? Oh yeah, well it's a solid state actually, so <laughs> it's fu- it's different. Uh, but the reason I was going down to Maryland was for my corporate training fun stuff, and a lot of corporate trainings they always do the thing where they're like, "This is our mission. This is our culture. This is who we are, and why we do what we do." And I am of the mindset that when you go to those things, you should just like. Lap up that Kool-Aid, like drink the Kool-Aid down, turn your tongue purple, like just drink all the Kool-Aid. Go for it. Yeah, because if you don't, you're going to get nothing out of that training. It's going to be a waste of your time. It's going to be a waste of their time. And ultimately, if you want to make a difference and you want to make the vision come to fruition, you have to be willing to put your trust in them and like try. Yeah, I think that's a good analysis. Uh, to like <laughs> lean into it and just like I'm here might as well make the best of it it's like we talked about before with like oh, fuck it's so hard to like reiterate what we said I, I can't put the same like stuff into it um, which is fine yeah I feel like everybody's afraid to be tricked a little bit I think like everybody's so scared of like I don't want to be taken advantage of I don't want to be tricked I don't I don't want to look like a fool i i think for myself or whatever and that always keeps people from like fully participating in stuff right like if you've ever seen people do like those games that end up having like a deeper purpose afterwards the people that like don't want to participate but because they're like i'm smart like you're not gonna trick me into like learning (laughs) i'm like i'm too cool for this yeah it's like people are so scared of like looking like a fool or being tricked that they won't trust in any kind of process and when you don't trust in the process the outcome will not happen and then they can be like see it didn't work and it's like of course it didn't work you moron you didn't even do it (laughs) (laughs) sorry no it's fine it's just i haven't heard moron in a long time yeah it has been a while since i said the word but it's a fun word to say i'm sorry like generally because it's like it's like the john mulaney bit where it's like Oh, yeah. the, the New York Post, like, d- bozo. Like, who's bozo? Like, <laughs> but no, I, I, I agree. I think there's this, like, just this hesitancy to, like, be sincere mm-hmm. and just, like, take advantage of certain opportunities or whatnot. Yeah. Even if it does not, like, maybe directly benefit you or, like, has some sort of other intended purpose, like, you can still learn. The only, like, really work trip I've done is I've when I went to Seattle for Amazon. And it was like, 
hi, this trip is entirely completely useless. Uh, this could have been a PowerPoint. <laughs> right. But uh, you decided to fly me out to Seattle. So <laughs> let's go. Uh, a lot of these meetings are totally pointless and like whatever. But I'm enjoying networking or like talking to people about whatever, like just experiencing a new space, like whatever, like all of that. That part is huge. I am the only person in my position at my location. Mm -hmm. So as much as I am part of a team, it can feel very isolating when I don't have anyone who can specifically relate to like the stressors I'm going through. Right. And so at this training, I met like six other people who are in my position and now I have them to like reach out to or, or when we're on like a team call, I can be like, oh, there they are. Like, hi, Stanley. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> It feels good to, to meet people that are, you know, in that same place or that you can relate to and be friends with. But the reason I, I was transitioning into this one, I wanted to talk about the Kool-Aid drinking. That's that's my degree is I love drinking Kool-Aid and we should do it more. <laughs> what I was transitioning into was like while I was at that corporate thing, we spent time just like going out, you know, like what's the place? Where are we going? Right, like Baltimore. Like what is that like? Yeah. And I, I felt bad because like we did it the first night. It was like four of us. There were like 30 in the group, oh, but only like four of us were like, who's not tired? You yeah. know? <laughs> like, <laughs> and so we hit a dive bar and then like we went back to the hotel room and had drinks there. And those those moments, I think, are key. Yeah. Like when you can bond with people in that kind of setting. I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then the second night, like no one wanted to go anywhere. Everyone was like in their hotel rooms by 830. I was like, this feels like a wasted opportunity. Like we I got to like. Yeah. But I get like it's we're in COVID. So like there's that hesitancy there. Right. And like a lot of them were older. So like, right. So they just been tired or, I mean, I'm not a spring chicken, you know, but well, I'm not like, I can't, you were like hold. what? 26. I'm 28. Yeah. You're, I mean, <laughs> I, I know, I know, but like, let's be honest. You don't know what, <laughs> no, this is so dumb. I hate it when people do that shit. Cause it's like, I can't control my age and like, let's be honest. Yeah. I'm probably going to feel more not like a spring chicken when I'm 35 or right. when I'm 40, but like I'm allowed to express the fact that I am not as like versatile as I was when I was 21. Right. You can't you know? just like drink and bounce back. Exactly. Anymore. It's like, a, it's a four day hangover after yeah. a glass of wine. <laughs> I have to, if I have one drink a day after I got hammered, then that day is shot. Yeah. Like, that, there is no recovery right, period like in the, that day whoa, anymore. Whoa, whoa, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. I like those moments. Since we're drinking Kool-Aid, I have been drinking a bit more myself because I have started bartending more at the restaurant, okay. which is super fun. Um, and I think it's one of those situations where like it's a new skill set. And I think we've talked about this before, which is like a adopting a skill that is like <laughs> what? That's a, we have we quite literally have talked about this before. No, I, I'm going. To, I'm going a different angle. I, I, I know. See, we're going different. Different. We're coming at approach. it. Approach. Going at it at night looks like a whole different thing. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, but like we've talked about this before, which is just like a, a skill that is practicable. And that you can like see yourself get better. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We talked about like the scatter plot, positive progress thing. Right, right. So like seeing like, so if you looked at me like my first shift on bar, versus now, it's like I have three drinks. It's like oh god, what am I gonna do to like oh cool, let's do it. Yeah, Yeet. like it's, it's like <laughs> like let's go. Yeah, and just like getting that level of confidence, that level of just like flow state of just like let me grab this and ice my drinkware and like get the mixing glass and like get all my other stuff you know like and do everything and just kind of enter flow state yeah and just like cool there we go then pretty soon you're gonna start show whatever it is oh the show, show the show bar oh god show tending. that's intense <laughs> oh yeah i've watched someone do it who i didn't realize this but apparently all of the tgi fridays have like a big competition every year where like they send like the best show bartender in their region and they all compete from the TGI Fridays. Yeah. So like I was getting something at TGI Fridays at like late in the evening and, and one of the girls was like flipping shit all over the place. I was like, what the fuck? And they were like, yeah, she was our top in our region. I was like, what? I know it's a huge thing. Also like the same thing with like in Boston, they've recently had the world barista championships. Oh. Which is not like, isn't necessarily like show yeah. barista, but like, because you can't like flip your milk pitcher and like, <laughs> like steam your milk. You can't like take the whole espresso machine like, and like flip it. Pull a shot that way. Like, um, but like, it's the same way. It's like basically you design a routine and like perform your routine of like, Here's my theme. Here's my drinks. Here's how my drinks oh. correspond to my theme. So like that's cool. The barista who won it, her whole approach was like coffee accessibility through the internet. What? And like that sounds awesome. Yeah, I can. I'll send it to you. It's it's good. Um, but she like has this whole thing of like I like I am a YouTube content creator. I make you know I make coffee accessible and I make it readily available for everyone to learn about in fact the signature drink you are drinking right now i posted a tutorial of it one week ago like it's <laughs> like so everyone at home can make this like that kind of thing um, and, it, and it's like designed with that in mind that like people can make it whenever they want and so it, yeah it's that like cool but like it is a practicable skill that like she worked at and like got better at and same thing with like bartending or like barista because i also do that but it's like it's like looking at what i did before to like now i'm like oh no i actually am a lot better that's key that's really key anytime you're learning something new or doing anything really because like even working a front desk cannot like sometimes won't feel like a skill right you're like well i'm, well, I'm not really like learning anything or getting better at anything but, but if like, you take a moment you learn oh, yeah, the situations yeah. You learn, like, how to handle certain stuff. Oh, yeah. All you got to do is, like, take the time to look back and be like, oh, shoot, yeah, I don't ask for help as much. Like, when someone calls with a thing, I know where it's going. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm catching these things before they're happening. Like, you are learning and becoming better, and it is such a morale boost when you can look back and be like, oh, hell yeah. For sure. Ah, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> Who's ready for some fitness? That's right, we're talking kickboxing. We're talking running, rowing, weight floor, kicking. 
I am fully exercising now to the point where like I have a noticeable difference in my body's chemistry through testosterone. <laughs> this is like a real thing. No, I, very, no I, like, I know creepy. it is. I know it's weird when, when you yeah. see it. Like, well, cause like I haven't exercised or ran or done any physical activity for like the last two and a half years. Like it has been a wicked long time. Well, hold on, roll that back. I would say uh, you haven't done any physical activity regularly. That's fair. Like, yeah, there was like one time I went for like a hike. Well, no, okay, well, no, during the pandemic you picked up running. That's true, no, uh, yeah, you did, I did run You did yoga pandemic. with Jenny. You did obey. Well, yeah, for a but bit, like what that period, like right. So when we left Nashua, we were in Lowell for a year. Yeah, and then we were here in Lunenburg, Lunenburg for half a year. Yeah. Okay. In that period of time, I didn't do any exercise. From Lowell. From Lowell to through, now. Okay. Yeah. Until yes, until Attack Fitness I, and it, Orange Theory. For some reason, I'm. D- Dab, you're dabbing dabbing ironically a lot i, I hate myself I, you're dabbing ironically a lot and it's super funny because no one can see it so really you're just doing it for you exactly which is like <laughs> which is just dabbing i can't change who i am i can only hate it <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you were sitting at home alone and you were like ha what a loser and you dab <laughs> like no one is there so you can't be like <laughs> you can't be like would I'm be, doing it ironically. Would it be bad if I did that? I don't know if I do. I do that now, or am I just like it's just normalized? I think it's it, those moments are really nice when you can like have fun with yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do that. There are times when I'll just be like doing something and I'll make a joke and I'll make myself laugh because I wouldn't. I wasn't expecting the joke or right, whatever. You right. know, those moments are cute. So I, I'm I'm doing two things now. I'm doing kickboxing at Attack Fitness, and I'm doing whatever the fuck you would call it at Orange Theory. I am well aware that these places can be very culty, but just like my view on the corporate stuff, I think that if you're going to get anything out of it, you really do have to drink the Kool-Aid. Um, and I told Jenny this because I, I was really nervous signing up for these things because I know that they can be really intense, loud music, people being like, push it, come on, one more. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I was like, if I go in there hesitant, being like, I don't really know if this is for me, I don't want to do it, then it won't be for me and I just won't enjoy it. So I I said right when I signed up, I was like, I'm going to walk in there and I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to, if they say to do it, I'm going to do it. Like, like I'm going to just try to have fun with it. And I am like, I'm loving it. Good. Yeah. Kickboxing is super fun. Like I go during the day where it's kind of like the weird crowd. So there are times like we'll be doing bag work and then I'll just start like grooving to whatever the song is and like dance a little bit and then I'll go back to punching the bag. (laughs) So it's not like army general stuff. It's like very fun. Which is, I think is for some people is like the approach to do. Yeah. I think for a lot of fitness stuff for fitness classes, I will say. Mm-hmm. It could be very culty, like Soul Cycle and like Peloton. Oh and my gosh! It. You cannot convince me that, that is not a cult. <laughs> you, yeah, you cannot. Soul Cycle literally has the word soul in it. There is a thing apparently in Soul Cycle where like you have a candle in front of you, and if like the instructor sees that you're doing a good job, they like light the candle in front of you. It's like you have been selected. It's like I'm like that's a that's a lot. Or you could ride a bike. 
Yeah, exactly. You could like ride a bike in the nature. It's like the thing uh, from Schitt's Creek. Oh, it's <laughs> very, yeah, it's very much the, the, the like the stair stepper. Um, yeah, is just want some clarification on the portal analogy. Is it is it a metaphor or is it an, an actual portal? <laughs> yeah, it's, goes, oh, it's a metaphor, but it's also an actual portal. <laughs> right. It's like it, it. It's very that. I think having a class or having an instructor that's like not that, and having one's like nurturing. Yeah, is good. That was the biggest thing because I was doing Pilates with Jenny, and I was like, uh. This just like isn't for me. Like I, I didn't feel like it activated my body in the right way. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that talks about exercising can be fun if you exercise by just like moving the way your body wants to move. Mm-hmm. If your body like wants to spin around in a circle a bunch, do that for your exercise. Yeah. So like, I I finally found some things that like my body gets psyched to go do. And afterwards, I always come home super jazz on endorphins, like just having a great time. And in Orange Theory, I go with my boss. So it's like a bonding opportunity. Which is super fun. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because I I mean, like. You hesitated that you were like, yeah, which is uh, super fun. Because I mean, like doing anything with like a coworker can be a little much. And with your boss as well, that can be a little bit. Right, like I would do it with like a colleague, mm-hmm. like a cool colleague. Um, <laughs> they have to be cool. Like like sunglasses. They have to, yeah, there and jeans. Su- there were sunglasses <laughs> in a meeting. Uh, <laughs> oh, we didn't need, we lost limelight. The oh. whole, like that whole goof. We lost that whole goof when we lost the audio. If everyone, so, if uh, everyone donates $5. <laughs> We'll recreate the limelight thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, you don't even know what you're missing. That was probably the best joke of the, the that was that, that was the title right there. It was, yeah. I was I was thinking like episode whatever this is, Todd with the limelight. This one's gonna be uh, the episode formerly known known as Limelight. <laughs> <laughs> I I like going with my boss. She is cool, and I think it's. It's it's a weird thing, right? Because she is my boss, but like we we're at a level like where we're all directors, you know, and we all have our own job we're trying to do. And like in the same way, I wouldn't want to step into her position. Like I wouldn't want her to try to take on all the stuff I'm working on. So it's like it's enough of a separation where we can hang out mm-hmm. and it's okay. Yeah, that's good. But I I am wary about it. I never really understood why like a boss couldn't be friends. Like as long as as long as there's respect there, I think is the biggest thing. Right. I think the I think the the tricky part is like just the level of boundary. Mm. Like you can't do everything with your boss. Well, yeah, you can't. Like you can't. Wait, what like, do you mean? Like I like I would hesitate going to a bar with my boss. Oh really? I have drank with almost every boss I've ever had. But also, you've had a weird career. I have had a weird career. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- so I wouldn't go with like my boss at EBSCO. I would drink with my manager, Juliet. 100%. Okay. Because she's a fun gal. <laughs> <laughs> when we were at the the place in Maryland, like we went out for dinner with like the top partners of oh, the really? company. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Like, yeah, we had drinks and stuff. Hmm. Nobody got like sloshed, but like we're all adults. And I think that's, you know? the, I think it's the fear is like, you always hear about like, like the guy who got too drunk at the office party. Oh yeah. And no one wants to be that person. No, no, no. Yeah. 
So I guess, yeah, in that way, anytime you go to the bar with your boss, you're like playing with fire a little right, bit. Right, it's a little bit of a threat. <laughs> but I love my boss. I know she doesn't listen, so that's why she knows I have a podcast, but she has too much stuff on her plate. She's like she's, wicked important. She's like, thanks, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but if she is listening by some kind of strike of fate, uh, I think you're doing a great job. Uh, I don't think that our friendship is a threat to the the efficiency of us doing our jobs. I do. And I can't wait to work out on Monday. <laughs> Matt, Matt has his, his doubts. I, I object. <laughs> I did notice, like, once I started doing, like, really intense, high-energy workouts two times a week, yeah. I realized, like, my testosterone level was way higher. Like, I found myself, like, running hotter, you know? Like, yeah. Like my body was just producing more heat and then like I got frustrated more easily. Like Jenny said she even noticed it too. I was like, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm getting like wicked frustrated for no reason, like yeah. really easily. And she's like, yeah, no, I've seen that. Well, it's interesting because so like I feel like exercise would be like a release for that almost. That's what my therapist said. <laughs> well, let, let us know how your testosterone is doing. Yeah, I'll keep you up to date. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay how how manly are you like okay I, that is a weird thing right like testosterone is not directly linked to manliness no but it is weird that like we think of them in the same realm yeah i agree with that it's weird gender is weird gender is weird it's fluid it's like an ocean that's my if i ever have a child mm-hmm. that is my plan for have i told you this my plan for a gender reveal party no so if I ever have a child, my plan is to have everyone come to a gender reveal party, even though I hate them. <laughs> so my plan is to do that and have a big box. We're all going to celebrate and do whatever. And it's like, <laughs> all right, got, all right, everyone, it's time to open up the box and find out the gender of the child. And then I'm going to open the box and it's just going to be full of water <laughs> because gender is fluid. Yeah. And I'm not going to assign a gender role to my child. There you go. That's very cool. Also, there's going to be commemorative water bottles <laughs> like, as, like, as like your 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 souvenir. Yeah. And it just has... Never forget. Right. It just has like taped to it like a copy of like feminist literature about gender roles. <laughs> <laughs> and in your goodie bag, you'll... You'll find like her struggle and autobiography <laughs> about the <laughs> you'll, you'll find on the basis of sex, like you'll find a, a Ruth Bader Ginsburg autobiography. Like, <laughs> do you think you'd do that? Do you think you would have a kid? Because you're talking about if you're talking about having a kid like that, you would probably have a surrogate, right? Probably, which I don't know. Which even then, I I I feel weird having a surrogate because I think with all the kids and like who are up for adoption, adoption and all yeah. adoption, all that is just like. It's this weird thing of like, oh, I don't want you. <laughs> I want a new one. Right. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird to me. Um, okay. I get that. I I get it because like for you, the child wouldn't be like this embodiment of you and your partner. It would be like, uh, it, it would be different. Yeah. But then obviously if you adopt them, you can't be like... <laughs> Yep. Don't, don't tell anyone your gender. We're going to do a party. Yeah. 
Well, it's also like I, I, I remember I've seen this happen with a bunch of trans people, which is like they reshoot their like baby portrait as an adult. Oh, that's awesome. Like, this is Denise. Denise is our <laughs> daughter. And it's just like they just like redo it. That's awesome. Yep, that's cool. I was I was all stoked to like do a cold close. And this is the second well, time saw, in a row I we s- haven't had a cold I still close. Have my, my thing. I still have my third thing. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Well, you were like, is that all of them? So that's why I was well, like, oh, I, yeah, was I guess then, it is like, all Because well, I wanted mine to be the last. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. So, um, I had a, <gasps> I have developed a preference <gasps> for things, <gasps> which is I like a quiet date night. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I love a dinner. I love going out. That's great. However, having a, like... You want to hang out at your place and watch a movie, like that song. Do you want to do nothing with me? Yeah, Chef's Kiss. <laughs> Perfect. No notes. Uh, I picked him up from the airport mm-hmm. because he was visiting his family in Puerto Rico. <gasps> For those of you at home, the game I'm playing is guess Matt's boyfriend. He's not my boyfriend yet. Oh my god, no labels. We're just figuring we're, it out. <laughs> we're in the liminal <laughs> space. Um, but, so I picked up... He, his family basically owns a house in Puerto Rico and a house in Vermont. Oh my gosh. And so they split their time between that. So I was picking up from yeah. Puerto Rico, picked him up. We I picked up pizza on the way back from the airport. Mm-hmm. We went back to his apartment and we watched Spider-Man No Way Home. Nice. And like... Soup, like just super chill. Like we'd both seen the movie before, so we're just like commenting and like oh, awesome. doing that. Like great. It was a very weird date night because we did that. I go to leave, mm-hmm. and I was like, my car is not here. Like my car is not where I left it. Oh my god, what? My car is, and so I like call him and i'm like my car is not here and he's like what do you mean are you joking i'm like no <laughs> are you being flirty or We're like like what are you like what it's going and it like comes out oh no and like he's like oh i think you got towed which is weird because i've told everyone all of my friends to park here but no one's ever gotten towed i feel so bad oh my god and where it's both kind of like simultaneously freaking out but also trying to calm each other down you're like my car, but don't feel bad. <laughs> right. It's like, we're going to figure this out, but oh my God, I feel so like, it's like, right. Um, so basically we found the car. It got in towed. Also the, the, the lady, I don't know her name at a and B towing at 1230 mm-hmm. at night. A one. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> she did a job. Uh, <laughs> uh, she certainly answered the phone. Um, but we like got it figured out. And like driving back, I were like, well, this was a whole gamut of emotions. <laughs> but this is all to say I do like a quiet thing like watching a movie and having pizza or like cooking or just as of this recording, I am planning another one of those tomorrow. This is this is why I kind of like this podcast is because it's not just us talking about stuff. It's not just the show. It's about you and me. It's about our relationship. It's about watching both of us develop, yeah. sticking with us as we go through these different things. 
it's just nice because like we've seen Matt talk about people before and then we've heard Matt talk about like how he's still looking for people and it's like it's nice to hear you in this phase where it's like this is going good and like I can't wait to tune in next time and like see how it's going (laughs) for Dan watch hi Dan Um. hi Dan (laughs) I now know your name I will stalk you (laughs) (laughs) well I told him like it's like, oh, I, I may be a little slow to respond because I'm working on something. And he's like, oh, if it's not weird, like, can I ask what you're working on? And I told him this. He's like, oh, I'll listen. And so. <laughs> so here you are. Hi, Dan. Hope studying is going well. Uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> Timestamp it. And um, I get it doesn't even matter because you're still studying. <laughs> I wish you could see Matt. He's like, I very rarely, if ever, get to see Matt kind of like joyfully flustered. It's like a very sweet thing. Because I know I, I do that all the time where I'm like, oh, my God, I just love her so much. <laughs> but like seeing you be like, and it was just really fun. I don't But know. you're also like, like in the throes of marriage. You're getting on your one year. Yeah, I know. I have to plan something. You don't actually. That's not your responsibility. I have I feel, to plan something. I feel obligated to, though, in a weird way. I feel like no, I was involved. Like we're, deeply. We're not. We're not like celebratory people like that. So like that would be so funny. Like Jenny and I and PJ sitting on the couch. Uh, Matt has something prepared for us. Like <laughs> kick down the door, get in the limo. Like we're going someplace. Uh, that is true. You're you're essentially like there's no relationship term for like your part in our life former roommate best man uh, yeah it's weird best I, friend to <laughs> the groom and then became best friend to the wife like I, while all three lived together for right two it's years. a weird thing i don't know yeah i mean you guys have a friendship that i don't have and you and i have a friendship that you and her right. don't have. It's, it's, just, it's interesting it's just very different mm-hmm. what jenny and i have um <laughs> in the sense we're like what uh, <laughs> uh, for a, a, a wedding that we were all invited to that I couldn't make it to she was like oh you're not going and I said no I can't make it she's like oh because you were like the person I knew and so like I did feel bad about what that because I, do I <laughs> when we got to that wedding she was definitely kind of like left on her own while I was like dancing to the holiday right and- right <laughs> I, so I guess I'll have to meet Dan yeah. and then we'll all live together for a little bit and like I'll develop <laughs> I'll, a friendship. Dan will move in. <laughs> if you want to be with me, you got to get with my friends. <laughs> you have to live with Alan for a period of three years. Just Alan by himself and then Alan with Jenny for two years. Right. <laughs> then we'll know. Then, we'll, then you're good. Boy oh boy. <laughs> It feels like someone's been living with us for the last year and some change, and that person has Lakey inspired, given us that theme song, The Process. Thank you. Thank you. For royalty-free music. You can find our podcast where you currently are listening to it and other locations. It would be dumb to go anywhere else because you're already here. But also expand your horizons. Try new things. You know where. Yeah, why are you so stuck in a rut? Get out. Go. Try it. Listen to the same thing, but over there. (laughs) Then you can convince yourself that you're being adventurous when really you're just staying in your lane.
This is a bitter version. This was slightly acerbic. <laughs> the one before was so positive and like empowering. I hope we still got tidbits of that. I think we got a little here, bit of both. I think we like bounced between a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. It's a good vibe. At least it's not repetitive. Thanks for potting with me, Alan. Thank Pod we found time for this. No, that actually really works for this one because it's like it, nine, it does. It's like yeah. nine thirty. For those of you that don't know, I have, like, a Google Doc full of these. And sometimes they just don't make any kind of sense of what's going on. But this one, this one's very good. Play, Play us out. out. Uh, did you already stop it? No, I haven't stopped. What do we do in this part? I always feel like we have to do something. Um, oh, I, I was listening to some of the old episodes and we used to do a thing that we stopped after like three episodes i used to ask you what you were doing after this oh i just said something obscene you were like eating chocolate pretzels and bits right that was like the one time <laughs> i think as we named the episode mm -hmm. um so what are you doing after this <laughs> uh do you want the actual answer or like a funny answer I, I, I don't know is the actual one funny i mean you you'll like it Okay. Uh, I'm FaceTiming Dan and we're talking about his PhD exams. Aww. Well, say hi to Dan for me. I will. He's had a long day. I'm probably going to talk to my wife. My wife! <laughs> my wife! I like that. <laughs>